at SAFM Radio and at Tabiso Musia on Twitter. And uh, the coach joins us on the line now. We just wanted to catch up with him and find out what he's been up to with Bafana Bafana back in action next month in the AFCON qualifiers against Ghana. Of course, Bafana sitting in second place, which is an automatic qualification spot uh, for the AFCON uh, tournament. Coach, good evening and thank you for being able to take our call tonight on SAFM. Good evening, Abdul and good evening to your listeners and thanks for having me. Thanks, Coach. How's that game that you're watching there? Yeah, it's still 0-0. Zero, zero. Uh, Haroya from Guinea against Kaiser Chiefs. Um, Chiefs have scored the two goals that were ruled out to the offside. Uh, so uh, the game is, is, is in the last 20 minutes. And it's a difficult one if Chiefs doesn't get a goal in, in, a, in, a, in a game like this. Because playing uh, the qualifiers, playing in the group stages, you need to score at home and not concede. Yeah, and that's exactly what I was their message actually before the game that they need to make sure they score and not concede. I'm gonna go back to that game, uh, coach. Just we've just spoken about what happened with Bongani Zungu in Scotland. What was your initial reaction to this news last week? Look, I heard about it uh, through the media platforms. Um, as, as of now, we haven't taken the position as suffer. We were in a meeting with the CEO yesterday. We still want to get more information from the club and the position the club is going to take before we can even speak to the player because uh, it's a difficult one because it involves uh, the rules and regulations um, of, a, of a foreign country. So as of now, we, we are not in a position to, to say much about the situation. But from what we have heard, it's a, it's a very disappointing um, uh, situation. And we've we've seen an article today that says, the headline says this will affect his call-up to the Bafana Bafana squad next month. But when I read the article, I didn't see that quote. Is that what you said, coach? No, 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 no. I said, and I'm saying, we can't make any speculations until we have spoken to the club, until I have spoken to the coach, until we have been made aware of um, uh, the regulations and the policies of uh, CIFA and CAF when it comes to a player who has violated um, um, the, the rules and regulations like in this case. But as of now, we are still uh, gathering more information before we can make any statement. Okay, no, that's also what I thought. I was surprised by the headline because if you read the story, I, I don't see you quoted as saying exactly what the headline says, but I'm glad we've clarified that. And just the last one on this quote, some people are saying that they're not surprised considering that his past issues in Bafana Bafana camps, especially under your leadership. Do we have a discipline problem here with Bongani? Look, I think uh, what happened is um, uh, Bongani was um, uh, not selected uh, for technical reasons and last time in March last year, and there was a lot of noise coming from the, the supporters and some quarters of, uh, of uh, the football community. And also, Bongani ended up uh, um, showing his frustration through the, the media platforms. And when we brought him back into the team, I had a one-on-one meeting with him, and we spoke um, like a father and son type of relationship. And we, we also looked at um, what might be other uh, challenges uh, as a footballer because um, all that is important and I said to him and I'm saying to all footballers in this country um, be a professional footballer not a celebrity it is important to conduct yourself as a professional uh, and you don't have to see yourself as a celebrity so um, I'm just um, uh, pleading with every every one of our players 
being uh, a local player or an overseas-based player. Let's respect the profession, and that is very important for their careers. Loud and clear there, coach. Let's move on from that. Just back to this game that you're watching now, Chiefs and uh, Horoya still goalless. Are you there to watch anyone specific or is it just part of your preparations for next month's clash with Ghana? Look, I was um, at the stadium to watch Kaiser Chiefs uh, versus Supersport last Saturday, mm. which was my first live game since February 20, 2020. Mm. So uh, with uh, the accreditation, I'm, I'm getting to come and watch matches. It's actually very important for me to live to watch live matches. So this is my third game, and um, like you said, I am looking at um, every player, every eligible player that we can bring into into the team uh, for the next uh, Afcon qualifier. Obviously, the obvious question will be about the goalkeeper at Kaiser Chiefs. Itumelen Kune has received a lot of criticism recently. From where you are sitting, are you also concerned about his form, having watched him in two games now? I think uh, those were the past two matches uh, where he did not do well. Uh, but the one I watched um, on uh, on Saturday and today, he has been doing very well. And uh, we are just hopeful that uh, in the next uh, matches of Kaiser Chiefs, he'll be played regularly until he gets his confidence and his uh, match fitness uh, ready. And do you think that's the issue, coach? Because a lot of people have touched on that to say maybe it's confidence. He didn't play a lot last season. He's a bit rusty and, uh, and, and match fitness. Do you think that could be the issue uh, behind the drop in standards? Yeah, look, um, um, a few weeks ago, we watched um, uh, Manchester City playing against Liverpool. One of the best players in the, in the Liverpool team, uh, which, which happens to be the goalkeeper, Becker made uh, very, very glary mistakes, which ended up uh, uh, with the team losing uh, by four goals. So it happens uh, as a human being, as a footballer, that at times uh, there is drop in form, and there are so many things that can be attributed to that. Some are mental, some are physical, some are emotional, uh, some are tactical. So I think with him, because um, I managed to speak to him, I think three weeks after he made those uh, mistakes against the uh, Super Sport and Black Leopard. And uh, as I was talking to him, you could hear that uh, he's somebody who is very disappointed with himself. But um, as experienced as he is, he understands that uh, things like that do happen in football. Mm. For those who've just joined us, we're just catching up with the Bafana Bafana coach, Mule Finseki, ahead of next month's uh, Afghan qualifier against Ghana. And we just wanted to find out what the coach has been up to. He says he's been allowed now to go and watch matches. So that's where he's been. He's watched Super Sport and Chiefs and he's now at the FNB Stadium watching Kaiser Chiefs up against uh, Horoya there in the Kef Champions League. Talking about the Super Sport game, uh, coach, um, was it good to see Bradley Krobla on the score sheet again? Yeah, um, I think... Uh Firstly, it was very, very good for me to watch um, a competition that uh, was there between Kaiser Chiefs and, uh, and Supersport and seeing most of uh, national team players playing um, in, 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 in that match. It was really pleasing. And uh, for Bradley to score from a penalty, mm. um, it was good also for his confidence because he's currently the leading goal scorer. Mm. So he has not been scoring for the past matches but for him to get um, uh, the performance on the day, it was crowned by getting that penalty and, and converting the penalty. 
Yes, and and in your opinion, coach, why does he not seem to carry that form to the international stage? Because some people are doubting whether he's is good enough for the international game. I think uh, national team is very difficult because you are bringing individuals with di- different individual qualities coming from uh, different philosophies and styles of play. And when you get to the national team, uh, let me just make an example of um, our our next FIFA week. They report for camp on the 21st. Uh, some of them will be arriving on the 22nd, and then we'll have one full session on the 23rd and play uh, and and have uh, next day minus one, and then we play Ghana on the 26th. So, uh, in terms of the patterns of runs and the tactical understanding, it's it's it, it's a very difficult one to get it right over one session. So, uh, but uh, the expectation is that at, at national team level. The intelligence and the tactical understanding of any player must be of a high level because they don't have the whole year or the whole time to work on the tactics. But uh, it is just unfortunate that um, at times you see players doing well at national team level, not doing that well at club level. Some are doing very well at uh, club level, but uh, struggling to, to, to duplicate that at national team level. But I think um, um, over time, uh, people will see the best of Bedluch Robla because uh, he's highly talented and he's a finisher and he's a good team player. And just the last one on this game, Sipombule is someone that you know well. You had called him up before. What do you make of his progress so far, coach? I think uh, Sipombule, for, for us, we discovered um, his talent uh, for uh, an international level during the bubble. I think he did very well during the bubble. Mm. And there are so many things that you can attach to that because in the bubble, the only thing you could do was to play the game, to train and be in football for that month. And that really helped him mentally and emotionally. And when, when we called him up for, for, for the friendly against uh, Namibia and Zambia, unfortunately he got injured. And when I watched him play here against, uh, against Chiefs, um, I gave uh, Coach Caetano a call because we were talking about Sipo in possession, Sipo out of possession, Sipor at national team level, not only at club level. So I think over time, Sipor will be um, one of the best midfielders we are going to produce in this country. Hey, and uh, we've got a couple of voice notes here for the coach, Mulef Inseke. You can send them to 061-4104-107. Evening, dear member. Tulane from Milan. Can you please ask the coach there? Does he have any surprise packages for us in the upcoming games, new players that he can add to the squad, the likes of Mobodet, Swallows, and other promising youngsters, thanks to learning from Holland. Evening, Tariso. I hope you and all the SFM listeners are well. This is Ben from Pretoria. I just like have a couple of questions for Coach Nzeke. Number one, last year, I think, yeah, I think it was around last year, Coach Nzeke, he came on the show and he made an interview where he detailed how he approaches games using statistical analysis and data analysis to to find the best players for the team uh, that can match the job against the opponents that he has. So I just wanted to ask, um, does the does he take into account like players who are benched um, in their statistical analysis or... Um, it's essentially a question of does he pick the players based on the statistical analysis even though uh, they are 
not playing at the present moment and using past data against current players who are playing. And secondly, with regards to the um, forthcoming qualifiers, if they do make the FCON, like, what will his approach be? Is he Good evening, Tabiso and the coach. Uh, I would like to ask the coach this question. Coach, are you not worried that your overseas-based players are not regulars in their teams? If I can count, we have Bongani Zungu, Kigendoli, Pesitao. These are the key players in the national team of Bafana Bafana, and they are not regulars. Are you not worried? Thank you, Tabiso. This is Nand. Good evening, member. Uh, there was talk last year that uh, we were looking to neutralize the likes of Sorino or Nukovic. Can the coach please confirm if, are we, if we are likely to neutralize one of the foreign players? into our national teams because I see it's becoming a trend worldwide and truth be told we are not as good as we think we are maybe these guys can help us move forward Elizabeth Joyce have 11 direct from Pretoria okay okay Elizabeth Joyce maybe let's start with that one coach um is there any truth to this neutralization of some of the players yeah um uh when when I took over, I think um, I made mention of Thomas Backhazen uh, and many other players that are South African born, but uh, they grew up and played uh, their football overseas. Unfortunately, when we were to visit their clubs and their families uh, last year, uh, the COVID-19 um, uh, uh, lockdown and whatever came in. So it has been very difficult because it's, it's a process where you need to get particulars of the parents or the grandparents the player has to come to South Africa, make an affidavit, and then the documents has to be done. It, it's a very long process. And up until now, we are still struggling to get to uh, to those uh, players or maybe to bring them over so that we can uh, uh, look into the neutralization or getting them uh, the South African passport. So it, it's very difficult. I think COVID has made life very difficult for all of us, even for those players that we, we, we wanted to bring into into the team yes and and with the serenos and Njokovic, are those players that you will be looking at yeah look i think the issue of sereno and Njokovic is not coming out for the first time it has been there but uh, in addressing this matter i was referring to uh, thomas Backhazen and uh, many others uh, philip sanders who's playing for man city mm. uh, in england uh, who's now on loan at underlecht uh, I was just making example of those players who have got uh, uh, South African um, uh, native roots, yes. uh, of which we are struggling to get them uh, uh, South African citizens. So the same thing applies to either Nokovic or Serena or any other player that we feel he can be of help and is prepared to, to have a, a South African passport and, and play for the national team. On that note, there's a question of whether you're concerned that some of your regulars are not playing in their overseas teams. We saw again the likes of uh, Pesitao didn't come off the bench against Crystal Palace. It's a, it's, a, it's a national worry. We are worried as a country, we are worried as a football nation because um, uh, these are, are referred to as uh, our top players, our, our players playing in top leagues. But if ever they are not playing regularly, 
um, it's, a, it's, a, it's a very big concern for us. Um, I, I just spoke to, to T, uh, Lebohan uh, Mutiba yesterday, and uh, he was in Paris for a medical assessment, and then he called me back today to say he's not available because um, he has not yet uh, recovered fully from a, a knee surgery that has to be done on him. And uh, a few minutes ago, I just spoke to uh, Keegan Dolly, who's also um, has been part of the team for the for the whole, for the for for, for 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 the entire period, but um, the past three matches he was never used as a as a substitute like it it happened in the past. Uh, Pesitao also going into the game yesterday, we're looking forward to see him uh, having um, a few minutes of, of 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 play. Unfortunately, he did not, and then they ended up losing the match. So. I keep on talking to them, and then they keep on giving me feedback of what is happening. They are training regularly. They are in the in the in the 18 or 16 men team, and um, at times they don't get an opportunity to play. Um, it's a it's a very big concern, a very very big concern for all of us because um, these are the players that uh, we are looking forward to to help the country. Because even um, those that are playing in the PSL, uh, they are not playing regularly. They are not even consistent either through injuries or rotation that they are experiencing in their teams. So this is the most difficult uh, selection that one can think of because of uh, the COVID, the injuries, and then some of them not playing in their, in their respective teams. Yes, and then I think it goes back to that question that was asked about then. How do you approach, how do you select your team then? Do you look at the data analysis? Do you take into consideration the fact that some players are not playing or do you go with the tried and tested that, that, that have delivered for you when you've called them up regardless of their playing situation? Look, um, you can look at, uh, you can look at it uh, in two ways. If, if, if you want quality that you have in the country that is not playing, you are also looking at experience. If you want to bring in new faces, if you want to bring uh, the surprises that um, one of the uh, the listeners was asking for, that the, the surprise got the experience to play in a difficult matches like uh, uh, the last two matches of qualifiers against Ghana with uh, so much quality of players playing in, 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 in top leagues or playing away in Sudan with a, a, a surprise um, a player that uh, we are referring to who has never been to Africa, who has never experienced the hardships and the challenges um, of the field and on the field. So it's, 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 it's very difficult. We need to create some balance in bringing experience and bringing people that will add quality into the team and understand the pressures of playing for the national team uh, and bringing about the results because the two matches are very important. We have to we have to qualify. We have to do whatever it takes to get uh, uh, maximum points and qualify. Okay, coach. We'll just take a quick break and we'll wrap up after this. Tabiso Musiya on SAFM. Okay, we're wrapping up our conversation with the Bafana coach Mulefinzeki. Coach, besides those two games, you are also in Orlando for Pirates and Joining Galaxy on Sunday. Don't ask me how I know, but um, you you were there. What was the mission there? Also, just to look at a few players or just to just to watch football again. Yeah, I think uh, it's also important for us to compare our competitiveness um, against uh, our African cont- our African teams because uh, uh, locally we always watch uh, our local leagues and then the competition is different. Um, the physical stature, the tactical awareness, the tactical approach is different. 
So I was actually going out there to profile our players playing against uh, um, uh, some other African teams with a different approach, uh, playing at home and playing away. It's different. And uh, I think uh, I really enjoyed watching the match between Pirates and uh, uh, and, and, and joining Galaxy. Even today, even though the game ended 0-0, but the competition was there, you could see uh, that uh, uh, this team came, Haronia came here for a draw mm. because when the last whistle was blown, they were celebrating. But <laughs> I think uh, it is not a good result uh, for them, even though they are concentrated, they're, they're celebrating because 0-0 is very dangerous away. Because if ever we play, if ever Chiefs plays 1-1 at home, it means Chiefs will have an advantage over that. So these are the understanding of uh, mm. playing in, in, in the Champions League and playing for the qualifiers. Okay, so no, no, let's finish there. Yeah, the game is over. Okay. The game is over. It's 0-0. Yeah. And then just back to that Paris Joanne Galaxy. I mean, the captain Tulani played well. No surprises there. But Mayela played as a centre-back coach, and not for the first time this season. What do you make of that? Look, I think it, it, it gives us some uh, 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 many other options uh, of, of how best we can use Mayela. Because Mayela, um, under coach Micho and coach um, Farlu and uh, coach Hulani, they also played him at left centre-back in the three at the back. And he also played as a centre-back in the four at the back. And uh, seeing him playing with Chulani at, uh, at centre-back and the way I saw the understanding between the two of them, I think uh, with the challenges that we have, especially in the central defensive uh, area, uh, it gives us um, uh, too many options. And uh, it's a very big challenge because when you look at our Bafana Bafana back four, uh, Bushem Kwanas is not attached, uh, uh, Tawa is not um, uh, playing, uh, Madisha, uh, Mahiso, rest in peace. So we are very much depleted at the back. But uh, seeing him playing with, uh, with, with uh, Tyson and the way they conducted themselves, the understanding and the timing of uh, Mayela in covering, in intercepting uh, the passes, I was, I, was, I was somehow impressed and uh, I left the stadium uh, very happy with his performances. But so, so you see him, he, can, he also plays a left centre back at Bafana Bafana and as a, and as a left back. Yeah, look, um, when we went to play Libya in Tunisia with Coach Stewart, our last AFCON qualifier, which was a, a must win, um, we played uh, Mayela at left wing back and Santi for the first time played as a left centre back. Mm. And with that understanding, they did very well. And like I say, I've seen Mayela in the three at the back playing as a left centre back. I've seen Mayela playing as a left wing back. And it was uh, very, very, very pleasing for me to see him playing in the Champions, in the in the Confederation uh, League as a centre back with Tyson. So that is what I'm saying. He's giving us um, options uh, when you look at the challenges that we are faced with, especially when it comes to uh, centre backs. Mm. And at left back, do you think you've got enough depth with Santi also not breaking into that first team at Swallows? Look, I think um, uh, one of the of the of the listeners uh, was saying, "Am I not worried uh, when some of our top players are not playing?" Mm. Uh, and I said, um, "It is not only happening overseas; it's also happening locally." And the example that you are making is that one of Santi and Mayela. In the past two matches, he also did not play for Pirates, mm. and seeing him playing uh, over the weekend, um, it gives us some options. And uh, again, with Santi. I had a chat with Slanty about his situation and we are hopeful that uh, he will keep on working hard 
and ultimately he will get a chance to play. Because uh, honestly, if you look at centre-backs, we don't have. If you look at right-backs, um, we have a challenge. When you look at left-backs, we have a challenge. When you look at central defensive midfielders, we have got challenges. So defensively, we have got serious challenges uh, going into the selection. How concerned are you by the situation of Bushlam Kwanaz? Look, um, uh, during uh, the December holidays, um, I, I called him and we met and we talked, we, we spoke about his situation and um, uh, the, 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 the product of our discussion was that by now he should be playing regularly. So it is just unfortunate that uh, his situation is not yet resolved. And just finally, coaches, we wrap up. I mean, besides the players that we've, we've spoken about and you watching matches, what other kind of preparations do you do or have you been doing ahead of the game against Ghana? Look, um, uh, against Sao Tome, we went into that camp uh, having uh, to make eight changes of the, the team that was selected. And against Sao Tome, we ended up uh, playing uh, some players for the first time in the, in the, in the Bafana Bafana uh, jersey. Uh, Lila Kay played for the first time. We had um, uh, 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 Morena also coming back from a very lengthy injury playing in in that match. Um, Zungu again coming back into the team. So it's a it's a it's a very big challenge in terms of uh, uh, the regulars not being being available and not being uh, played consistently. So we we are just uh, looking forward to to the next uh, selection uh, meeting. Uh, which will take place this coming Thursday. And then the profiling of the opponents and the profiling of the players will be very important because after Sao Tome, we started profiling Ghana, Sudan, and looking at uh, the type of players that we need to bring into the team. So with uh, the challenges that uh, we have just um, alluded to, it is a, a very big challenge. But we are hopeful that whoever will be selected will deliver for, 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 for his country. Okay, coach, let's leave it there. I don't want them to lock you inside the stadium and think that you're not there because <laughs> there are not a lot of people there. But what's it going to take to qualify now? Two games left, second in the group? Look, um, uh, Ghana game, it's, it's, it's very important um, for us uh, to, to, to do well because we lost against Ghana in Ghana. So it, it, it's not going to give um, a, a very good account of ourselves if we, we, we don't win that match. Because Ghana, again, we are to play them in the World Cup qualifiers. So we need to stamp our authority. We need to have an A game against Ghana. And uh, the most last important match will be against uh, Sudan in Sudan. And um, I think uh, when I look at it, it will be more or less of a do or die uh, for both countries. And we experienced the same challenge with Coach Stewart when we, we played... Uh, uh, Libya in Tunisia, but what I have discovered with our with our team, with our players, when their backs are against the wall, you always get the best of our, of, of 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 our team. Great stuff, coach. All the best. Thank you for the update. Thank you for giving us some of your time. We really appreciate it. Thanks very much to you, Optitabis, and your listeners, and uh, have a good evening.
Thank you. Over there, uh, Coach Blefintseke, uh, we're going to have to let him go there because he's the only one left probably now at the FNB Stadium. When somebody calls me a Tavi, so I'm reminded of Steve Kakana, that song, a Tavi. Anyway, it ended 0-0 between Chiefs and Horoya there. 2-1 to Leopards up against the Arrows. Those were the games played today. KGM, I'm so sorry, wise man. I couldn't take your call, my friend. I heard that you had called and I always want to put you on, KGM, because I hear you on all the other shows except for us. So we're going to call you tomorrow so that you can make your point or even on Thursday so you can make your point, KGM. We need you on the show. I heard you on Aldrin's show during the afternoon. Anyway, we have to go to news.